Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Timai, o rei do marketing, vai por mim. Pá, tum, pá, tum, pá, 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 Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Brazuca Sounds. This is going to be the last part of our big special celebrating Tim Maia's 80th birthday by discussing 80 of his songs in the first two parts of this show already. Six songs down. Today is going to be the last 20 songs, my favorite 20 Tim Maia songs. After the show is finished, I'm going to Upload a playlist on Spotify where you can listen in full all these 80 songs. So with no further ado, let's start this from his 1980 record. So the eponymous 1980 album has a cult status among Tim Maia fans. It was like out of print for a long, long time. It took quite some time also to be released on CD. I'm not very sure, but I don't think this record has any reissue and LP. Um, and at the same time, it brings me a lot of memorable songs, especially this one in the background, right? It's on my top 20. Uh, favorite in Maya songs, Tudo Vai Mudar, Everything Is Gonna Change. More like a optimistic lyrics. Just not super normal during the entirety of Team Maya discography. Kind of an exception, instead of just crying out loud, his sad feeling. In the 1980s, he started to sing about the moving on a little bit more, like changing his lifestyle. The song, also produced by Team Maya himself, he started to be way more careful with the production value of his albums. And it's more or less like the third last record of a trilogy, the disco slash boogie era that Team Mayo started with the anthological Team Mayo Disco Club, uh, also the last uh, with the Banda Black Hill as the main core members for his backup band, also with the guitar player Hobson Jorge, who also will play the electric organ and synthesizers and also the maestro Lincoln Olivetti, super responsible for the brass arrangements, the string arrangements. Thank you. 
Se me lembro faz doer. It is painful to remember. Like a classic romantic ballad from his 1978 disco club record. So that record is called Disco Club, but we only have two or three disco songs. I more or less told you the story of this record production and the part two of this episode. Timaya really felt like his voice was being overpowered by all these strings arrangements. So the studio engineer opened the microphone to ask the producer Miguel Cidres to listen to the playback. And not knowing that the microphone was open, Tim Maia was saying all these outrageous things, especially that he wanted his friends to arrange. And the producer Miguel Cidres, that he raced into the studio and grabbed Tim Maia by his tie and threw him to the ground. <laughs> That was the story of the recording sections of Timaya Disco Club. Sidras, it is still responsible for the string arrangements in this particular song, though. He was fired right afterwards. And then was when Lincoln Olivetti got the job instead. He was only 24 years old at the time. And he became like a music partner of Timaya throughout the 1980s. The song became very popular again in the 1990s when it was re-recorded by the group Sampa Creole, which was more or less the, the boys two men of Brazil at the time. My favorite ballads of Tim Maia, though, it is very different. It was quite the opposite, not so cheesy, way more raw. And it's this next one that I'm going to play here. Estou tentando encontrar alguém. So this is from the 1976 record, right? Self-titled. Timaya, like many, many of his records, uh, but in Brazil is also known as the Irrational record because it was recorded right after his involvement with the Rational Cult. Uh, he had a new bass player at the time, Carlinhos Simões, and you can definitely feel it, his groove in this particular song here. <laughs> of funk present here. Uh, there's this subdivision of harmonies. Like the song here is very chromatic, right? 
like a lot of pitches and chords and keys, not super straightforward, goes everywhere. So if you were a bass player or a drummer for that matter, it has to be great to try to have a go and play this song. A lot of changes, super groovy, funky, as I said, one of my favorite Tim Maia ballad songs. It doesn't even sound like a ballad sometimes. Maya put out a very good band during those three years, 76, 77, right after his involvement with Irrational. And this next song here has a completely different vibe, although it's played with the same band. Very black exploitation vibe, right? Like Marvin Gaye, Hayes, Mayfield in those movies from the 1970s. Tim Maia actually plays the drums in this song here that's called Verão Carioca. It's about the summertime in his city of Rio de Janeiro. Carioca is like people from Rio de Janeiro are none. Uh, and this album, there's no big hit, but all the songs are very good, the 77. And he famously writes in the liner notes of this record here, thanking his band that came along to his home studio despite all the construction noise that was going on. Apparently his neighbor was renovating his house, uh, his band. Uh, became to be called Vitoria Regia, which was named after his street address in Rio de Janeiro. I think is a water lily, if my English is working well. Anyway, his band was all showed in the back over of that album, and his keyboard player Don P, who entered his Vitoria Regia band when he was only 17 years old, he was around 21 at the time, and has been arrested at least four times at that point for driving without a license. He was more or less the driver of the band, but there's a lot of very funny stories about Don P. So this is from his 1973 album, this samba soul influences. It was a song that he wrote for his lover at the time, Janete. Uh, it's one of those stories in the Tim Maia mythology, on Nelson Mota biography about Tim Maia, the book Vale Tudo, released in the early 2000s. Tim Maia and Janete, they were like in a London pub in the UK arguing a lot and Janetti accused 
Team Eye of cheating on her, and she also said then to take revenge on him. She had slept with a musician in his band. Team Eye slapped her in the face. She also returned the slap to Maya's face. The police was called, and they continued the argument on their hotel room. The police were called again. So there was a lot of craziness going on at that time. 1973, Team Maya was already very, very famous. And this song, there's kind of a samba rock feeling. Used to play a lot in Brazilian dance floors. Talking about the 1970s, this next song here on this countdown, he became initially famous with Roberto Carlos. So after coming back from the United States, Timaya, he was really down with no money. So he asked his pal from back in the day, Roberto Carlos, to record one of his songs. And then Roberto Carlos suggested him to write a song about the guy who didn't want to be with a girl anymore. But because Timaya really thought Roberto Carlos would simply record one of his songs he already had, written he was not super happy about it had to write a new song entirely uh, so he left the Roberto Carlos mansion that day and came up with this song right in the background that says something like I've been silent for a long time but now I decided to speak and there's no other way I can't stay with you anymore so it could be about a girl as Roberto Carlos has requested, but it could be how Tim Maia felt about his old friend Roberto Carlos. He really felt he was left behind, more or less. became very famous, performed by Roberto Carlos in 1969. Goes without saying, Tim Maia's voice just making every wall to shake. Roberto Carlos had many qualities as a musician, but his voice was not exactly one of those, especially when put side by side with Tim Maia, right? Quem me deu 
also unlike the song from before, this was not written by Tim Maia, but by Cassiano. Tim Maia was very influenced by Cassiano's way of writing songs, right? Very. Cassiano actually wrote four songs for Tim Maia's debut record, including this one here, Você Fingiu. The record was a big success in Brazil, a pioneer in Brazilian soul and funk at the time, kind of broke the barrier that existed in Rio de Janeiro at the time between the north part of Rio and the south part of Rio. One part is more like the slums and the other part close to the beach, right, the prime area, they really couldn't connect to each other and Tim Maia kind of put that wall down more or less this song has beautiful orchestrations Você vocal improvisation as well. The original song was recorded by Cassiano's former group Os Diagonais, very very different tune. As you notice, the Team Maya version is so much better, right? And very inspired by Cassiano uh, in the late 70s, mid 70s, more or less, Team Maya came up with his most mysterious and also celebrated songs, Ela Partiu. So for many years, everybody thought this song on the background was part of the Racional albums. Uh, was indeed included as a bonus track in all bootlegs exchanging hands in the 1990s. Uh, that was the cassette tape I had, for instance, included Ella Partiu. Uh, same happened when Napster came around, it was always included there. But in reality, though, he released the song as a single right after he's done with his Hacionaut coat conversion in 1976, but it was recorded with its original lyrics. Timaya used to switch a lot of lyrics to be more representative of his coat involvement, but it was not the case of this one. He just maintained the original, and the song has a tremendous coat status in Brazil. No pun intended. Tim Maia 
even sold the rights of the song in the 1970s to the record label Underground, uh, which put out a compilation called Team Maya and Amigos, Team Maya and Friends. Like, they were literally just using the Team Maya's name there because the only Team Maya song on the compilation was literally this song recently also was put out in the compilation Existential Soul of Team Maya. And obviously, this song is probably very inspired by Ride On For The Darkness by Curtis Mayfield. I was a big fan of Curtis Mayfield, so much so that he even sent uh, the Racional book, right, the Universo in Desencanto book, to Curtis Mayfield together with his Rationale album. And as the history goes, Curtis Mayfield did not understand the book at all, but he sent back his latest album at the time in return uh, to Team Maya. I also did the same thing with John Lennon, who apparently responded with a note, I don't understand Portuguese, freak. <laughs> also in the 1990s, the song regained its status after being sampled by legendary rap group Os Racionais MCs. Um homem na estrada recomeça a sua vida, sua finalidade, a sua liberdade, que foi perdida, subtraída e quer provar a si mesmo que realmente vai so many politicians trying hard to find the way. And peace is not so far. And yet, it seems that nobody can see that. So this is a song from the 1978 record, entirely performed in English. This is my favorite English song. He recorded in 1976, was only able to release in 1977 because he had no money. His idea was just to put out on his own independent label, but he didn't have the resources to actually manufacture the vinyls. So he cut a deal with a different record label at the time, the Brazilian label Song Livre, and then he recorded another record instead. And only afterwards, with the money from that deal, he decided to put out. There's a very amateurish album cover, by the way. It was clearly shot on his garden or something like that. But the sound of the record is amazing, though. It's a very raw, straight to the point. He had no money to hire any musicians, so it was basically a quartet. When all people be free, and if you keep doing things like that. Far, deep, and over. 
political song, six minutes, uh, with a lot of tempo changes. Brass section here is all played on keyboards, actually. And I actually feel like it gives the album a nice touch, extremely lo-fi, especially, especially the high tom uh, is literally the opposite of his overproduced songs from the 1980s. There's so many politicians trying hard to find the way to preserve peace on earth. And as I said, it's my favorite English song re-recorded by Team Maya. So all the way through now the rest of this podcast, all the songs are in Portuguese. So Timaya wrote so many songs about love and being left because he had so many lovers in his life, actually. This song is called Cristina, which was somebody who Timaya fell in love briefly. She was a clean lady of a friend of Timaya, Maria Gladys, which was an actress and a dancer in a TV show in Brazil, a TV show hosted by Carlos Imperial, who shares the songwriting credits of this song. And Carlos Imperial, by the way, he was the person who gave Timaya his nickname. His name is Sebastião. So his nickname was actually Tião, but Carlos Imperial considered an impossible name, ugly, and that nobody will ever be famous. Hence, they switched Tião to Tim. And by the way, we don't say Tim in Portuguese, we say Tim with this hard T sound. And that being said, I guess we're leading towards our top 10 now. Seu carinho agora Se é muito tarde para amar você So this song was not written by Tim Maia. It was written by a guy called Kuri Elui, who was a banker in Rio de Janeiro, but he was like surrounded by many, many musicians at the time. He originally wrote this song to a singer called Adriana. This is the singer my sister was named after, by the way. T. 
Maia loved this song so much, and he was a friend of Adriana that he called the songwriter uh, one day, like past midnight or something like that. He hanged up the phone on Tim Maia's face because he felt like he was like a prank call. And then afterwards, in 1972, Tim Maia ended up actually recording the song that if you like Brazilian music, you are also probably recognize this song from Marisa Monte's version. Sua voz chamando Se pra você jamais eu fui alguém O que me importa essa tristeza em seu olhar But when it comes to ballads there's almost nobody as good Não vamos mais brigar Não vamos mais ficar And it's astonishing ballad, Tim Maia singing in a very low key. It's one of my favorites. Tim Maia lyrics as well. Take away a star from the sky and you will be sad. Take away a flower from the garden and soon you will be sad. And keep your heart away from mine and you will be broken. And then the song explodes with an orchestral climax. This song was never a big hit in Brazil, but it is for me in my particular greatest hits of Tim Maia. And the song actually does look like a sequel. The song Azul da Cor do Mar. Ah, se o mundo inteiro me pudesse ouvir Tenho muito pra contar Dizer que aprendi Na vida a gente tem que entender so in that first album, Timaya didn't write a lot of songs. It was only three, and this it was like his most spectacular of those. Um, Timaya wrote this song when he was living with his friends uh, as a favor, uh, sleeping on the couch, and he would actually see his two friends coming and going with a lot of women and having sex and a lot of noise going and Timai was very very lonely if you never watched the movie about Timai I totally recommend it it is called just Timai released in 2014 uh, and the scene of the way he writes the song is very prominent on this film uh, so Timaya was just there, super sad, uh, when he saw 
a poster on the wall of a brunette girl against the blue sea of Tahiti. So he picked up his guitar and he started to sing in this song, Azul da Cor do Mar, that means blue like the color of the ocean. He really did change Tim Maia's life forever after he wrote this particular ballad here with these beautiful strings arrangements. Quem sofre sempre tem que procurar Pelo menos vir achar Razão para viver Timaya really became famous and as I said many many times he got involved with the racional culture Obviously, his two records related with this racional coat. They were absolutely great. This particular song on the background, it is called Guinea-Bissau, Mozambique and Angola. Guinea-Bissau, Mozambique e Angola. Guinea-Bissau, Mozambique e Angola. All the African nations colonized by the Portuguese and they all gather independence between 73 and 74, mainly through civil wars. So Team Iron was pretty much like giving a shout out for their fight. It was one of the first songs more related to some kind of activism written by Team Maia, more connection with his black roots and talking about racism. Unfortunately though, because he was involved with his coach, like Tim Maia basically sings this his entire song about the book that people should read at a time. Read the book, the only book, the book of energy. And Tim Maia sings that everybody and Guinea-Bissau, Mozambique and Angola, they were all now uh, relaxing. Fortunately though, despite the fact all these lyrics are a little bit nonsensical, at least if you're not part of that code, these songs are just fantastic. This particular one is like a funky samba mixture of genres. Certainly one of the best songs in my opinion. As I also said here, after he got out of this coat, Tim Maia got rid of almost all original copies 
that he released by his own record label. So it's very hard, almost impossible to find an original of this album these days, and it's very pricey when you can. And there is another song on that album, it's also in my top 10, and it's also by far the most famous song on that record. So to me, this is one of the best intros to a song, especially this killer sequence here. Comes the trombone. And now it comes the trumpet. And now we have the sax. And now this crazy guitar. song obviously explodes in this sound avalanche. He made all the arrangements with his mouth, as I said in a different podcast, because he could not really write music. And funnily enough, the name of the musicians, they are very attached to the name of the instruments, right? Brazilian nicknames are very straightforward sometimes. So like the trombone player, his name was Serginho the trombone. The trumpet player, his name was... Paulinho Trumpet, and the guitar player Paulinho Guitarra, the Portuguese word for guitar, uh, the only exception is the saxophone player Oberdan Magalhães, one of the leaders of the Banda Black Hill. This entire record was mostly a collective effort, so much so that was released under the name Team Maia Racional instead of just Tim Maia. So, and the song Que Beleza opens the volume one. And then closes the volume two with this funkier version here, probably the most recognizable for the international audience because it's also part of the compilation The Existential Soul of Team Maya. And it was the only semi-hit of the album, actually, because the reasons I explained in the part two of the podcast, Team Maya does not sing explicitly about the coat, it's just like this wonderful life. He actually played this song for TV Global, already all dressed in white, with all the band members also dressed in white. It's very hard to find the original tape of that section, but he also played live this song in 74 during the inauguration of a theater in Sao Paulo, and you can find the live version of this song online. A próxima música que nós vamos transar aqui é uma música sobre um livro que eu estou lendo, que eu acho que todos vocês deveriam ler. Chama-se Universo em Desencanto. É sobre imunização racional. Um, dois, três, quatro. Oh, 
on this concert, Timaya is not wearing white, just a regular suit. Okay, the Rational Records, they became uh, super famous internationally, but there is another record that Timaya put out on his own record label, Seroma, that I liked even more. point in time, Tim Maia had bounced around in every record label possible, Polydor, CBS, RCA, Warner, Audion, and none of those record labels wanted to put it out, this particular record, Nuvem, so, so Tim Maia decided to put out himself, unfortunately it's a remain forgotten record. Almost like it is in the clouds, like the name suggests, Nuvens. Uh, and that was due to the fact that it had a very bad distribution. People could not simply listen to the record. It remained mostly possible to buy only in the city of Rio de Janeiro. But the song is just so fucking good. It is the song Ar Puro, Pure Air. Almost sounds like an ecological funk, and at a time when few people were still worry about preserving the environment in Brazil. So Timai was super ahead of his time, always, always, and he also became super firm on his independence, especially uh, in the 1990s, towards the end of his life. In 91, it will be his last record. Uh, for a record label after that, it will be all independent, especially in 97, Tim Maia released five albums on that year. They all sound not super nice, I'm not gonna play any songs of those records, but it still uh, only shows how the big man saw his own work. But that being said, we're gonna go back now to 1973, his Polydor years. <laughs> Nineteen seventy-three is not normally the go-to record of Tim Maia for many people, uh, and it's also probably his most drug-influenced record before surrendering to the cult. Uh, it is that record where Tim Maia is wearing like a blue shirt and a big chain gangster rap style. Balanço, it is the name of this song. Like a 
combination of styles over there. It's like a slower rhythm, like these funky cowbells, and his vocals is slightly monochord, quite deadpan. He almost sounds like a hotel crooner, more or less. And it only shows this another side of Team Maya, only uh, looking forward to reinvent his music. And this particular song has a beautiful crescendo, like the second part. His tone, his voice goes up, and the band plays louder. One of my favorite songs of Team Maya, hands down. That finish it off with this wah-wah guitar and heavy keyboards. And then for my top three, I'm gonna go back to the ballads, I cannot help myself, what can I say, I'm a romantic guy. This is from 1972, kind of a very obscure song of Team Maya, considering all things. I really like the bass and drum on this particular record and song. Ruban Sabino and Luis Carlos Batera from the Don Salvador band, who by the way also plays on this record as a guest. Like, this is his third record, so Team Maya was already famous. But that only complicated his relationships at the time Timaya traveled to London. and be So he was very famous but felt very isolated, very, very, very sad. Just like this song and he sings, For the love of God, leave me in peace. this record here was actually recorded in two different studios in Brazil. One studio was in Sao Paulo, one studio was in Rio. So he employed the vast cast of musicians and backing vocalists. That's when he became very enamorated uh, with production side of things. I really, really like these very dry drums sounds. This record was released in November 1972, so it's about to turn 50 years. Meu amor, meu, meu amor. 
So this is another song from his debut album written by Cassiano. If you want to learn Portuguese, it is a very good starting point, this particular song here, because it's super easy to pick up the grammar, apply uh, to the verb, the first person and the singular. So every sentence, Tim Maia uses that same grammar structure, and obviously the name of the song is I Love You, so we cannot be more straightforward than that. something in Brazil that we call música de corno. Slightly translation will be something like cuckold songs, right? Like a man whose wife deceives him by having a sexual relationship with another man. Pretty much all these ballads in Brazil talking about a woman that leaves you. Tim Maia will refer to himself many times as the Mr. Cuckold, or that he had a PhD in cuckolding. So the guy was not only a great ballad singer, but he was just always a very funny and comedic man. He was always, always coming with these very funny charades, especially in the 1980s when he would also start not showing up for many, many concerts. There's even a very famous story where Caetano Veloso and Gilberto Gil, they were hosting a TV show in the 1980s and Timaya was their guest. And guess what? He simply did not show it up uh, for the live presentation as previously agreed. Uh, so much so that Caetano Veloso ended up playing like a tape recording of Timaya during a rehearsal so people could actually at least have a little taste of the big man on the show which is also the reason he was banned from the global TV for many, many, many years. Here we are, the last song on this very long podcast. It is my favorite song of Team Aya ever recorded. So to me, this is the ultimate Team Maya song. It starts very low, calm, almost whispering, low-key, until it explodes in these higher notes. Look at 
this change of tunes, this marvelous voice. Listen to this falsetto, man. One more time. Really could do it all. Very versatile with his voice. Also very versatile with his recordings. This particular song, he actually tried to convince Roberto Carlos to record it, who is not super convinced. And that's when Tim Maia conceived the song Não Vou Ficar instead. Uh, but this song here, Você, uh, and the song is about finally meeting your soulmate after many years. Você means you. And this is not only my favorite, but also one of his most successful songs of all time. And that concludes our almost three hours special 80 songs of Team Maya celebrating his 80th birthday in September. And as I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm uploading right now on Spotify a playlist. It's called Brazuca Sounds, The Existential Soul of Team Maya. Look it up right there. I'm also going to put a link on my Instagram profile. There was a lot of work researching, putting together, editing, recording the audio. I would really, really appreciate if you can share this on your timeline, on Instagram, Twitter, or anywhere else you are connected on social media. Have a marvelous month of October right there, and take care. This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Mm-hmm.